Say, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Status Bell Harbor, a ball in his mouth for my brothers. Go yard bag, told the cuddle. I got it out the field, fuck Russell. Going ass Lori about the paddock, then going ass join ass dead. Believe water trying to drown a bitch. It's a habit tricking on a bitch. Shit, I'm thinking I'm cribbing a pimp. Shit, I'm cooking up dope like a dinner. Shit, I cuff on sick nigga trip. Shit, I'm floating, I'm out in the blimp. Shit, it look like I'm swimming in glass. Shit, I turn on my bitch cause she bad. Shit, I'm making her ass nigga mad. Shit, ain't going for that bap, I'ma smash. Real nigga alert, I'm securing the bag. Piping a bitch and then I got cash. Turn up the shooters, but switches go bad. Stay with some scammers, my dog moving pack. Tapping on rapping, my dog, you fall off. No capping, I'm buying him a brick. Fuck on your bitch and I told her to call off. Actually, I'm making a quick painkiller. Got my little demons on gold, they ready to hit with the stick. Painkillers, got my little bitch on gold, she ready to eat up the dick. My main hitters, call up the gang members, they was already on the lick. Hanging with me goes all these drugs and guns, think we mess again. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, aka Life As I See It, episode 207. Uh, and uh, it's me again. <laughs> it's me again. Listen, um, it's that time of year where, again, Life As I See It means life be life and everybody got, you know, obligations and things to take care of so it's no harm no foul we're gonna give you content each and every week um it just may be delivered a little bit differently but that's okay because y'all are the priority and making sure that y'all get the content is the priority so let me just start by saying all people listening to the pod for the very first time make sure you subscribe on Apple, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you check out all visual content on our YouTube page. So that's going to be YouTube uh, backslash Life As I See It podcast, as well as our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Life As I See It podcast. All right. Now, shout out to the squad, of course. Shout out to C, who um she had to step away for a second, but uh, she should be joining us in a little bit. So, of course, shouts to the First Lady C. Shout out to Rico Key. Shout out to Woozy, a.k.a. Bad Lungs. Um, and shout out to Gert. You already know. Uh, and I, I want to just kind of give a little quick hits. I know I was kind of giving y'all some of the content in that form last week, but really, really quick points. Uh, quick point number one, my dog is going crazy in the background, y'all. So I part, part him. Uh, y'all might hear him. Um I'm just letting him rock out. But I want to talk about my weekend. My weekend recap, starting with homecoming 2023, Norfolk State University, Norfolk, Virginia. Big vibes. Big vibes. Shout out to everybody in the Alumni Association. Uh, shout out to Norfolk State University in general, all alumni and all current students. Um, just shout out to everybody who who was a part of that whole celebration, that whole week and that whole weekend. Cause it definitely, like I said, was a vibe. I was out there. Uh, shout out to the homies that came and that I met up with out there as well. 
But uh, man, such a good time, such a good vibe. Uh, and the thing that I took away, f- or one of the things that I walked away with the most is why did I wait so long to come back? Um, I mean, I graduated over 10 years ago, and guess guess how long it's been since I've been back? Over 10 years. It's unacceptable, really, if you really think about it. I mean, as much as I like to feel like I'm in tune with my, my alma mater from following the sports programs to just being in tune with what's happening with the school, I haven't really been back. And uh, again, life be lifing. So we understand maybe not going each and every year, but damn, over 10 years, that's OD. So that's on me. That's my bad. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm I went back. I definitely want to plan to continue to go back. And again, you know, sometimes you can't make it each and every year, but I definitely want to be back more often. And I do want to plan to be back next year. Uh, what a time, man. What a time. First of all, since it's been since it's been so long, uh, since I've been back, I haven't seen the campus. The campus has grown and evolved. On another level, I see where where <laughs> I see where the money went. <laughs> I see where the money went. Uh, but it's a good thing, man. It really, really felt good. Uh, it really, really felt good to just be back on the campus, feel that energy, to see all of the different changes, uh, to see a lot of people that you haven't seen in a long time. Uh, the tailgate, the band, the weather was beautiful. It was eighty degrees all weekend. Actually, I think everybody. Pretty much on the East Coast, got got some good weather all weekend. Uh, even New York and and Upsop was uh was pretty good with weather. Uh, I think we got C coming in, but what I was doing was I was just talking about uh homecoming. I was giving a recap of homecoming and just the fact that I graduated it. I graduated over ten years ago, and I ain't been to homecoming in over ten years. And I, I just I should I need I need to be ashamed of myself, honestly. Like, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. But I had such a good time. And I, I really was at the part of just talking about the weather because uh, the weather was nice everywhere, uh, all up and down the East Coast. It was like 80 degrees. And that also made it a, a super dope, fun vibe. The band is still fire. Um, It's really good, man. Really, really good. Really, really big improvements from uh, the last time I went. And I mean, it's not even like it's ever been whack. It's just like, it just keeps getting bigger and better each and every year. Um, another thing that felt kind of cool was, yo, <laughs> we're in our mid thirties now. So it's like, you the old head now in terms of college age, you know what I'm saying? Like you the old head now. So coming back, that felt kind of good. Just being like, damn, like I'm, I'm far removed in terms of not knowing what the day to day is with the college kids and all of that. But, um, you still cool enough to kind of be out there and and really like appreciate just everything. It was just a a, a weekend for me of just like appreciation and just like, wow, like this is really, really ill and really, really dope. So that's the serious side of things. Now, (laughs) you know, we got some jokes because ran into a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time and shout out to a lot of y'all because a lot of y'all still look good. And that's what's up. Like it's good to see people, you know, just keeping it, you know, looking good and, and and looking healthy and doing well in life and whatever the case may be. Like, however, <laughs> it's a few of y'all <laughs> like, Oh shit. I didn't even know that was you. Damn girl. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, <God>. Whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Well, Mars said, he said, when I left, you was like, blickety cow, blickety cow. <laughs> now you're like, wabaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, it was just some of that going on too, you know. Um, I don't know the ins and outs, but I do know some of y'all weren't as recognizable uh, <laughs> as uh, oh I might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Some some of y'all ain't, ain't, ain't looking the greatest. But it's true. I mean, it happens, though, right? Like, as we continue to get older, you are going to continue to see the people in your peer group age. You know, if we're blessed enough to continue to live, we're going to see people in our age group age. And as people age, you know, some people age gracefully. They look great. Skin's still looking good and, you know, still maintaining. Of course, everybody might gain a couple pounds here and there. I'm not saying that. But some people, it's like, okay, I don't know what's going on over there, but God bless because, whoo! <laughs> wow. Nah. <laughs> wow. It's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, you know, <laughs> just get it together. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Truth is truth, right? I mean, truth is truth. I mean, um, you ain't lying because I heard that too. <laughs> Look, you over here trying to be PC talking about some damn no, no, no. <laughs> well, I heard it from a source. Yeah, from a source that was there, he told me the same thing. Motherfuckers ain't looking as good as they used to. I'm just saying. Some people looking a little, you know what I mean? And some people looking like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's levels to y'all means. I'm just happy to, I think I'm kind of, at the minimum, I got to at least be on the... <laughs> On the on the right side instead of the bad side. <laughs> at the minimum, I ain't saying I'm. Yeah, you know I'm saying <laughs> the top of the top. But damn it, I know I ain't at the bottom. I know that. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> at the minimum, I'm a y'all mean. <laughs> yeah, at the minimum, I'm still I'm still out here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this, <laughs> man. Yeah, cause uh, you know, every now and then you get reminded of who who you are. That's always, it always feels good, depending on who you are. <laughs> uh, but nah, shout out to NSU, man. Shout out to NSU. Uh, dope and amazing time. And shout out to all HBCUs because. No, nah, uh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Because like that was the other thing. Like, you know, I'm chopping it with the homie all weekend. And it's just like, yo, there's no. There's nothing else like this. Like, that's not, of course, like colleges have homecomings. That's not specific to HBCUs, but that experience, like that cultural experience, there's no, there's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. Your people speak your language. You know, it's, it's older ladies that's just, you know, walking down, uh, you know, walking on campus and the music's playing and they dancing and other people that don't know each other. They just, hey, hey. you know, it's just a, it's a family affair. It's, it's just, that shit is not the same at uh, PWIs. And there may be some that are better than others, right? Because um, that's not my experience, but I know it's not this. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, really proud to be a graduate of the HBCU. And uh, shout out to everybody who had homecoming last week and who have homecoming this week. Uh, I think Stephen A., of course, he went to Winston-Salem, and I think he's supposed to be taking ESPN down to Winston-Salem for their homecoming. So things like that are dope. Um, but yeah, yeah man. BET was at Hampton and Foot Locker. 
Yeah, I don't care about Hampton. I'm joking, y'all. It's just a rivalry. Relax. <laughs> um, now nah, that's dope, though. That's dope. That's dope. I saw Envy brought his ass down there too. Why do you even <laughs> have to bring that up? Because you the one brought Hampton into the mix. Now we got a shit on Hampton alumni. You see what you made me do? Oh <laughs> Niggas out here scamming and shit. <laughs> Guess who's going down? <laughs> I'm not. You should. I'm not going to partake. You should. It's fun. No, come on. Come on. Do come on. No. Give it a spin. I don't, I don't do that. But uh, what I will say is, you know, just a transition from speaking about Envy. Of course, we spoke about it last week uh, with the whole Envy uh, being caught up with uh, Caesar and flipping and Jay and the whole thing about Caesar being indicted and uh, oh, not indicted, but arrested, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we, or at least I felt like I wouldn't hear from him because why would he be speaking? But apparently he wanted to do some talking. He got on IG Live last week. And let me tell you, I was entertained. I was definitely entertained. But uh, it's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. First and foremost, I am... I'm connected vicariously to the situation because a lot of the real estate things that they were doing were in my city. And the thing about it is I'm not even going to speak on the personal shit. What I will say is there's a, there's somebody who was really loved in our city who passed away recently or this, I think it was earlier this year. And just to hear him speak on his name and the way that he did, I didn't respect it. And I know niggas in the hood is mad about that. Um, it was just, it, it was still a lot of blaming that I heard and it was a little distasteness, uh, tastelessness, uh, from that perspective. So I definitely want to call them out on that. That was fucked up and that was foul. So fuck out of here for that. That was corny. But on top of it, I was entertained because he's just a fat fuck, yo. He just looks crazy and he looks like he's on drugs. I, I, I would say if I were to guess, I would say cocaine. Yeah, I would say cocaine. The way that he's like, no, I, you know, come on, stop. You see, you know what somebody look like when they, when they on that shit. I know what they look like. I know what yeah. it looked like. I know what it looked like. His tongue was moving all crazy. Pause. Like it was, it wasn't, it was, did you see, did you see how much of that little thing did you see? I think clips, the clips online. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had saw it and you know. I don't know, man. He's going to jail, though. So it really doesn't matter what he says. We will see what happens with Envy, though. Uh, he is definitely guilty by association. I just don't know how this whole thing is going to play out. It looks like he's not going to get away unscathed. And more will be revealed. But Caesar's toast. I said that last week, and it's true. So he's well, out. Well, Caesar is the one who said, I learned how to do real estate in jail. Like, <laughs> yeah, but Envy co-signed him. Envy co-signed yeah, so, and was running around telling everybody, this is my partner. This is my partner. Now, all of a sudden. He was running around telling everybody. This is the only part that I find crazy is that he was running around telling everybody, like, he learned how to do real estate in jail. He told me, why are you using your own money? You're supposed use to other use people's other money. people's money. <laughs> and your buddy told me that this was a Ponzi scheme and I was going to jail. And it's just like, why are you saying this stuff? Because at the time you were saying it because you thought that 
people were crazy and that, you know, people was just hating or they didn't, they weren't as knowledgeable as you. Right, but now right. it's like, damn. The, <laughs> the man, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be smarter. You got to do better. And like I said, since we spoke about it at length last week, I won't drag it out, but no, I did want to drag it out. I no, 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 no. Say what I, I had to say when it comes to that part. I, I didn't appreciate that part. That was all. I got you. But something I did want to speak about, because <clears throat> I think we spoke about this, I don't know, when the news first initially broke. And now we actually have um, some feedback. And that's Tyler Perry. Uh, a few months ago, there were talks and rumors throughout the industry that he was putting in the bid to buy BET. Um, and then... You say something now. Yeah, nah. And then there were rumors about, well, this is not like there was there were people saying that that was just a rumor and that it wasn't confirmed because we hadn't actually heard him speak. Well, he actually did an interview and he made a statement about it for the first time. So this is as per the Atlanta Journal. And I I got the article from um, from Essence. But this is what it says. So this is a direct quote from him, and it says, I was, I was disappointed about it for a number of reasons, Perry said at Bloomberg's Equity Summit, as per reported Atlantic Journal Constitution. The way it happened was disrespectful in a lot of ways. He continued, don't try to get me to pay for something that's not worth anywhere near the value. Perry also gave a firm no when he was asked about his interest in securing ownership of BET if it goes up for sale again. He said, God bless them. I'm still working with them. I wish them the best. And so they basically <clears throat> reported to the, the reports were that they wanted to sell it for two billion. No, he wanted to buy it for two billion and they wanted to try to sell it to him for three. And he's like, all right, you playing. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody even's coming trying to buy this shit. I'm giving you two. You know what's probably not even worth that and now you're trying to put an extra b on top of it i right, i'm cool he still got shows like he said with them uh so what do you think about that i feel that he's absolutely right i mean tyler perry i never knew someone to have a deal with well not that i'd be like you know checking for deals but he has a deal with netflix he has a deal with bt plus and he has a deal with amazon so he's basically, you know, just out here just doing it. And if BET, okay, so here's the thing. It was a show that I watched on BET that Tyler Perry, at first he wasn't a part of it, and then he got a part of it. And you could tell the difference. It's called All the Queen's Men with Eva. Yeah, I know, I know of it. I've never watched it, though. You can tell the difference from when he started being involved in the show than from when the show um, did not have his involvement. So is it better or worse? Um, I wouldn't say worse, but I would say it's oh, not as good. Let me just say that. That's worse. No See, what the hell? You, you, you like, come on. Like, it's okay. Like, that doesn't mean you hate the man. We love, we, well, we respect just, him. Can I just finish saying what I'm saying, though? Sure. Okay, so I would not say, because worse is like 
it's terrible. It's not terrible and it's not unbearable, but you can see what I'm saying is you can see the difference. He has a very specific writing style sometimes when it goes along with his shows. They're very drawn out. They're very um, outrageous. Like it's just stuff that just would never happen in real life. Um, it's just it's just all types of different theatrics that don't make it as real as it possibly could be. So um and I think he does that a lot with his shows, not so much with his movies, because his movies are a little bit better, like that Alex Cross movie. And then when he was playing in Gone Girl, he's not, you know, as well, he wasn't probably the writer in Gone Girl. I don't know. But I'm just saying when he's playing, you know, in the movies as a character, it's not as, you know, theatrical as his shows because they could be long and drawn out. So basically, I just heard you say that he not really he's successful, but he not really the illest when it comes to the shows because his writing style is specific and you don't like it. Well, no, because everybody is not going to hit it out the park. The only person who hits it out the park for me each oh. and every time is what? Well, I was gonna say slow down though, because I, I, I that that's cool. We could get the who 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 hits it out the park for you. We talk about TP right now, and I just well, want to be clear in Shonda what you said. But Shonda's amazing. But yeah, it's Tyler. Hard. But I'm going back to that. Let me just say that it's not okay because I can't say that he's horrible because he's like on the same level as like power writers. Cause some of the stuff that they do is like crazy too. So I'm not saying that he's not good. I'm just saying that it probably wouldn't be the best situation for him right now to do BET. And I can understand why he says he probably wouldn't do it again. If he felt that disrespected, I wouldn't do it again either. But I just feel that a lot of his shows sometimes are drawn out and he could just cut it and get the stuff done and over with. The storyline does not need to be dragged. Okay, so I got I got your uh your long drawn out like storyline point. One part you confusing me with though is you said he you said this might not be the right time for him right now, but then you started going into um like that was coming off of saying that his stuff is long and drawn out and and all of that. But then you said you made the point of how they tried to play him by basically overcharging him for something that wasn't worth that. How were the two related? No, I said, I understand him saying he don't want to do it again. If he felt disrespected, that's right. it. Like oh, okay. I understood his position. Yeah. I, I'm saying as a consumer, when I see his stuff, I do, I do have that critique. And a mm -hmm. lot of people have that critique of him. That's why um, they said it was a rumor that him and Oprah had fell out because Oprah was just like, just end the story. Like, why are you still, <laughs> like, doing this? Like, this Close is, it. Yes, like, Jesus, this is too long. So he, because he was on the own network. And don't get me wrong, he has good content. But it's, it's like a hit or miss for me because sometimes when you have these stories, these certain stories, there's only so much you can go. Like there's no range on certain stories. So you as a writer, as a good writer, have to know when to close it and you have to know how to close it. That's hard for a lot of people. The Game of Thrones people had a problem with that. So I'm not just saying it's a him problem. I'm saying that some people don't like to leave when you hot. That's how May screwed up. But sometimes you should. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, to for me, Tyler Perry. Story, you have no, to, I feel like. No, I'm I'm with you on that point. I'm with you on that point. Uh, and I mean, we can advance it, but I do want to wrap up the Tyler Perry thing real quick. For me personally, uh, I the way I look at him is I respect him as a extremely accomplished black man who actually got it out the mud um, and did it his way. I respect him because he's earned that for me um, or from me, excuse me. In the early days of the Medea plays, that shit came out when I was high school, in high school. All of that stuff, <clears throat> all of that stuff was cool. But the Medea thing got old and played out to me really quickly and i was pretty much turned off from most of his content now like you said I, I wouldn't even say his things are hit or miss with me i would just say he only got a couple that i actually is like nah it's like like daddy's little girl was a good movie uh um did he do why did i got mar get married yep he sure did that was hard like all of those were good Right, right, right. So he has, you know, he has a he has a couple under his belt that's solid, in my that opinion. Prays. He has good, he has good stuff. Yeah, I, I see. I, and people watch the. I don't really watch those type of shows per se. Like I've seen them. My parents love them. You know, I, I know too, a lot but I watch them to support him. Because at the end of the day, I do support you know the black arts. I'm not even going front. And like you say, he is like one of the most accomplished people that we have. So I'm always going to support, but I'm going to just be honest. Yeah, we got to be honest. and But that's that's the beauty of it. And I think that a lot of times we, when we're honest, it's always looked at as like talking shit or we're saying something wrong. And I think that, you know, we bring up this topic often, but the hypersensitivity of just people in general is just at an all-time high. It's like anytime you say something that might be unfavorable uh, to someone else's ears, they're now somehow trying to make you feel bad for the way that you feel about something. And, you know, I can respect somebody and say, I don't like their, their, their work like that. That shouldn't be a slight because it's art and art is based on the interpretation of the consumer. So, okay. You created it. I respect you for taking the time to do it. Now I received it and I say, I don't like it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But nonetheless, shout out to Tyler Perry. Um, and we will see what he does on those other networks with uh, whatever else he has coming on those networks. Uh, another thing I wanted to speak about was, do you know who Keith Lee is? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I felt like I was late to the party because apparently everybody was talking about this guy like we we should have known who he was. Uh, but so here's the story. <laughs> apparently, there's a gentleman by the name of Keith Lee who is a food critic. And I'm not sure how his word became like one of the validated words in that space. But he apparently is one of the one of like those validated words like so if he says your restaurant's food is good business shoots up and you know all of that right 
And so he goes around to different places and, you know, tries the foods and tries food and rates it. The way that he does it is he doesn't go in the store himself because obviously people who are in the industry, they know who he is. So he'll normally send like maybe his daughter or a cousin or a sister or aunt or manager or somebody else in there, just like a regular person. They'll order and uh, they want to see, you know, how they would treat it from the time that they go in until the time that they bite into the food. So he was in Atlanta this weekend and he went to a few restaurants out here and started giving reviews. And apparently it shook up the Atlanta streets. Because, is he a black? Is he black? Yes, he, he's black. Okay. He's married to, you know, he's got a black family. <laughs> now, I don't know this for a fact. I don't know that he only goes to black owned restaurants. I don't know that to be a fact. But of course, it's Atlanta. That's funny. So <laughs> most of the shit out here is or a lot of the shit out here is black owned. So he did go to restaurants out here and started giving his reviews. And um, it shook up the Atlanta streets. People are saying that he sit, sit down. He started giving his reviews and uh, people were saying that he was exposing the culture out here. So one of the things that I'm not going to shout out the restaurant, um, but he went to this restaurant that I have been to. Uh, and he started describing, okay, when you call, they tell you, we don't take reservations over the phone. Okay. So you got to come in. So when you come in, then it's more rules. Oh, you got to make sure that your whole party is here before you sit down. We won't even let you order any water, no nothing. Like you can't get anything until everybody's here. Okay, cool. Then other rules are, uh, you know, if they're not here within a certain amount of time and then this and that. And so he just start going down all of the different stipulations from this one restaurant that he bites into the food. He gets, I think, French toast and he's like, OK, this is basically just bread. Like, it's not really he, he holds it up and he, he's like, OK, this shit ain't really, you know, and he's really. But the way that he's doing it, he's not doing it in a malicious way. Like he's legit giving a real objective, honest review of the overall experience and a lot of people out here in atlanta were saying like yeah i'm happy because you know i've been saying this for the longest other people were saying uh well the fact that he said that now all the restaurant owners need to be on your p's and q's because you never know if he comes to your restaurant and just the result of him saying that such and such restaurant was good They've seen business boom like crazy. Like, you know, these businesses got lines out the door. Like, I'm actually going to try one of the restaurants that uh that I saw um, because I never heard of that particular one. Um, so I'm not going to shout it out again to get more people. He 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 got influence enough. I think I think that's enough. But my question to you is with the black experience, black owned restaurants, we spe- we said it about businesses, but I run I want to specify black own restaurants has your experience not particularly in atlanta but has your experience overall been a pleasurable one or one like you feel like come on y'all we got to do better like where do you fall on that scale the black experience uh just as far as restaurants yes black owned restaurants i've had okay experience at black owned restaurants um i would say it's 50 50. um I would say overall the black experience, I hate it, but um <laughs> yo, <laughs> you hate it? 
That's not 50-50, see? I don't know. I don't think you know what 50-50 means. overall, <laughs> the Black experience. I'm not talking about just restaurants. I'm talking about restaurants, clubs, hair, nails. The Black experience of being a Black person. I, it, it don't started, you to hate yourself. I don't hate Love your black. enemy. No, I don't hate being Black. I just hate the way that we treat each other and the way that we do stuff with each other. It is so extra. And I understand as a business owner why they do certain things, but certain things are just like crazy to me. And I just, overall, it's 50-50 for restaurants for me. I think a lot of the Black-owned restaurants go for ambiance over uh, food you know, they want you to have a vibe. And if you're charging me, you know, $60 for lobster tail, I should not have hookah <laughs> right here available. I don't think hookah and lobster tail, like that costs a certain amount should go hand in hand. Because when you go to certain restaurants, that's like a, a lounge type club type thing. I don't think every restaurant should offer that. And I think that's what the black experience is becoming. You can't even go out to eat without a hookah menu. And that's what it's, everything is the vibes. And I think sometimes if I'm going to a nice upscale restaurant, I don't really need that. Okay, let me ask you this. Where did you get an idea of what an upscale restaurant is from? When it says five stars and it says upscale and it says you have a dress code. So your idea is that that's a, like it's big, like the standard that you know of, you know, being a standard is not a black standard. It didn't come from black people, basically. I I mean, I don't know. Cause I've I been mean, to I black, mean, you know, I've for the most black part. upscale restaurants that don't have Uber. You don't sound and like that's it. Not the standard. <laughs> no, I have. Sound like you're shitting on the whole experience to me. You just said you hate it. I said I hate the black experience overall. Yes, I hate the fact that I have to pay you a freaking like $50, no, nah, not $50, like maybe 50% deposit before I get my service. I hate the fact that I'm booking you out and you talk to me like you haven't even taken a business one-on-one course. I hate that. I hate the fact that when I'm going to a club that I have to pay to get into and I have to pay for parking outside and this parking lot is connected to the daggone restaurant. I mean, to the club that I'm going to, I hate the fact that you're charging me to park in your parking lot. That's a part of the black experience as well. I hate the fact, and I mean, you could ballet, whatever. It doesn't matter, but you're charging me like 60 on up to park in this parking lot. Then I'm going to, you know, I have to get a section or cause I can't have a seat if I don't get a section. So I'm forced to buy a section with a bottle that cost about $350 that probably costs about $50 at the liquor store. It's stuff like that, plus 20% gratuity that I give the waitress. Like, it's just, it's a lot, I think, to uh, go out and have fun uh, sometimes with that whole experience. That's why I said I kind of hate it because it's just like, I get why the like, you know, hairdressers and all of them do that stuff, but I just don't like the way some of them talk to you. And I don't like the way that um, some of them take your money and they don't confirm your appointment. You got to wait for your appointment to get confirmed by them to get approved. 
and then your money's already gone. So if they don't approve it, they just cancel it. But still, it's out of my account. Okay. So what about... <laughs> you look preserved. No, no, no. Because no, I'm listening and I, 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 you know, I get it. So now, if you hate quote-unquote, the Black experience overall based on all of the type of things that you named and examples that you gave, what experience do you like? I sound poor, don't I? Um, I... Nah. <laughs> I just want to know what you like. If you're telling me what you hate, I want to know what you like. I do like being around my people. I do like giving my people money. I do like that whole thing. I just think that there's a way to do things and there's not a way to do things. I don't think that you, I think that everybody should treat each other with respect, especially if you are providing a service. I feel that you need to learn how to speak to people properly. Um, there's tones and everything. And I just feel that they just, some business owners need to learn how to talk to people. And I've experienced that with a lot of you know, of us, because that's who I go to. I have to. And so I only deal with a, like a particular people when it comes to certain things. And every time I try to deviate because my braider might be out of town or somebody that I might go to might be, you know, doing something for them. Every time I try to deviate, I can't because I get faced with bad and poor customer service. As far as restaurants, most of the time when I go to restaurants around where I'm from, um, I mean, not where I'm from, but where I'm at right now, it's not a bad experience at a Black restaurant. So I'm going to tell you the truth, it's not. It's when I go out of town and I'm paying for it, like the Atlantas and the Houstons and the, you know, the New Yorks and stuff. Well, I mean, location, location, location. It's going to cost more when you're in a better, bigger, hotter city. Right. That's always been the case, generally speaking. The black experience that you're speaking about in terms of inflated rates, not matching with customer service. I can agree with that for sure. Um, I also want to say, like, to your point as well, like, I don't really go to any other types of restaurants for the most part. I mean, you know, I mean, it ain't all black owned shit all over everywhere. So, of course, you're going to go to some some other nice joints and whatever, whatever. And that's fine, too. Like, it's nothing, you know, whatever. But I think the difference is or no, let me say it differently. Customer service is extremely important. And if you're in the customer service business, it is your job to understand that. Right. And to have to have to create that. Uh, experience, that customer service experience that's pleasurable and, and all of those things, right? The flip side of that is the customer is not always right. No. We need to get rid of that mantra because that is something that a lot of our people try to hold on to on some ignorant shit and you end up looking stupid in certain cases. And I hate that part about just our people. You know, the, the ignorant shit uh, the loud, the cursing out, or just the, you know, just being nasty and ugly. That <laughs> part of it is just like, I, right, you are too big and old for this type of behavior, right? Like, <laughs> like you have to, it's levels. Like you don't have to go on a hundred, 
anytime you know somebody does something that you don't like or you have a situation that you don't like i mean because it don't take black people long i mean it's one to two sentences and <laughs> at that point it's like levels are elevated i think we should have we should do try to do a better job of uh working together i think really that's what this all boils down to work together if i'm coming out and I'm and I'm putting that shit on and I want to be out and I, I chose this place to be in and you charging me this and you charging me that. I already don't want to pay it, but I'm going to pay it. So now that I'm here, I'm here to have a good time. So when I come in, I'm I'm in good spirits. I want to have a good time. Now, if you don't greet me right, maybe we start off wrong. Right. But if you don't greet me right, don't automatically because this is what we do. <laughs> Somebody don't greet you right. The attitude not only is just set in, but like you're making it known. It's it, it might even be tension at the door before the lady even sits you down. You're not gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and mm-hmm. I've seen those things happen. It's like, yo, come on, like, like that shit is not cute either. <laughs> you don't have to just be ignorant all the time. No. When it's, when it's time to, you know, take it there, then you know, do what you do. But I think us with us. We have a shorter fuse, a much shorter fuse. And I think that that's corny because you don't turn up on these other establishments like that. And then and I'm not saying that you should turn up on anybody, especially if it's not warranted or if it's not if it don't really call for that level. You know what I'm saying? Like how many scenarios could there really be um, where you're required or as a result of whatever's going on, you're yelling, you're cursing. You know, you just loud and like how many things really call for that type of response in a restaurant? Like it's really not many, <laughs> not many scenarios. But yet time and time we might we've seen it in person and we see it online or we hear stories from you know people that we know. So I just think that we got to do a better job of uh, having more patience with us, having more grace with us. Um, but shout out to Keith Lee because shit. I learned out. I learned who he is, and uh, I'm now going to. Well, I'm following him now because I like to eat. I like restaurants. I like good yeah. restaurants. And I like stuff like that though too. And I'm glad that he's a black man in that space. That's that's a good space to be in. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it'll help you. And he's he's like uh well because I I was reading some comments and they were saying like for what it's worth he's like a Christian man or he's like, you know, he's not, he's not preachy or anything like that, but I guess his character just isn't, you know, just some random like guy that's just out here talking and saying, yo, this food is good or this food is bad. You know, like, I guess his the character is what gave him that validation. Um, y'all could check him out or maybe some of y'all already do know who he is, but like I said, I'm following him and, uh, I'm always down for a good restaurant and, and, and a nice meal. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm just like, I'm going to, um, that, that's good to have that information for when you go to different states. Cause I do like to try like the black owned restaurants in different states too. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking about, you know, black in different states, <laughs> oh. it's a wild segue, right? Yeah. So we've been talking on this podcast for the last few months about prime and the University of Colorado. It started out as one of the hottest stories in sports period. 
uh, especially because when, you know, he became the head coach and then when the season finally started, they opened up the season three and no, you know, it's lit, so on and so forth. Since then, they've won since their first three games, they've lost one. They've lost. Basically, they're four and four, I think. <laughs> I think they're four and four. Right. Um, and they started out three yeah. and no. So. I think that the hype has died down. And for people who are real football fans or people who really try to, you know, get with them, they um, they still watching and they're still tapped in and tuned in. But for the casual fans who were just there for the hype, I think some of that excitement has sort of died down a little bit because it's not the number one story anymore. Well, something that did come up in the headlines was over the weekend, they play UCLA. Of course, UCLA is in LA. And Shador Sanders is one of his most famous gestures uh, that is kind of becoming like a little thing in the culture right now is when they went to play Colorado State and the guy, you know, was talking shit in his face and he just put his watch up and, you know, he just flashed his watch. Right. And we know that he's Deion Sanders' son. So, you know, he comes from money, but he also has his own NIL deal, which I believe he's the highest paid NIL player uh, or the second highest paid NIL player, um, you know, in college sports. And so, of course, he has a bunch of jewelry, but there are other players on the team that have some NIL deals and just, you know, some guys who who have some jewelry. Well, while they were playing the game, the report said that. The locker room got robbed and all of the players, um, you know, they, they took all of the players' jewelry. So it's being investigated. I guess maybe they're trying to run cameras and find out who did it. They ain't going to find the people, or maybe they will. But the point being, they got robbed in L.A. That doesn't sound out of the ordinary at all. <laughs> and, in fact, they didn't get robbed. Let me just clear that up. They didn't get robbed. Items were stolen because there's a difference. Um, items were stolen uh, while they were playing the game. Their but, jewelry. Yeah, their jewelry. Yeah, their jewelry was stolen. And did you, did this come as like a shocker to you? Or like, was this like, how did you, what was your reaction like when you saw the story and heard the story? I was just like, they don't have nobody watching a locker room. Like, nobody <laughs> is, <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody is at the field, all 80 of you guys. Like, Nobody is behind. And then I was like, do they have cameras like in the front of the locker rooms to see if someone went in there to see? Because that just seems so odd. I mean, I get it. It is L.A., like you said, but I just feel like it's odd that they got that off. I think it's I think it's a different type of jack move, but I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say it's odd because, again, it's L.A., street politics in LA is different, right? And it's not like they didn't know they would be there. So yeah, they have- but how did you have enough time? You know, you no, gotta have well, check, No, see, check it out. The schedule came out months ago. They, they've had plenty of time. You kidding me? There's, no, that, I'm it's saying, an inside how job. you have time? It is an inside job because it was obviously some security or police officer that was, you know, from the old neighborhood <laughs> and got his friends in and did what they had to do. So, and you know what the thing about it is? I'm not even trying to be smart. I don't think, I don't think it's black people this time. 
I think it might be the whites that got them for their stuff. No, nah, that's a hot take, but I, I disagree. I don't know. I don't I think it is. I disagree. It ain't no, nah, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, now remember where you heard it first, people, because <laughs> that's definitely a hot take. <laughs> but I do not I think that she's right. But that's know. what makes it a hot take. So, I mean, I'm going to just say that. No, just yeah. twist it. I hope that you're I right. I don't even want to blame it on us. I don't even want that to be us. I'm giving it to them. Nah, fuck that. If it's us, we need to own it because we be doing fuck shit. We again, we love our people. We can love our people and call ourselves out when we doing fuck shit. We do fuck shit every day. We as a people, we do fuck shit every single day, all day. So you know, it is what it is. I just think it was a lineup. I think it was an inside job, and I think they had plenty of time to plan it out and map it out. It's really not that hard to execute if you really, really get into the science of it. Because like I said, the schedule been out. They've been known that they were coming there. They knew what time they were going to be there. They had all the time in the world to plan that shit out. It's really the perfect joke, if you really want to think about it. But there like, are no cameras around there to see people? I'm sure mm. there are cameras somewhere. But again, if you got months to plan this thing out, you know what I mean? Like, it, you, could, yeah. you, could, you could pay the person off in the camera room. Maybe the camera wasn't working that day or I didn't catch whatever. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? It's all kind of shit that you could do to get that off. Now, you would... The, the only thing that you would have to bank on is knowing that they, you know, the jury would actually be there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But once again, when you flashy and see, that's the thing. When you're flashy and when you're online, you're not the only person that's watching or, you know what I'm saying? Like you post something online, you think it's just for your little 250 followers. Like, no, like, People see these things <laughs> and I you hope don't the jewelry know. jewelry was fake. Huh? <laughs> I said, I hope they brought their fake jewelry. Why would they do that? No. <laughs> I bring my fake jewelry on the way games because you don't know. Nah, these are kids. See, you you talking with a mature brand. This is kids. When you got a couple dollars and you got jewelry, you, you putting that shit on. These niggas is stunting. And I'm in L.A.? What? It's cold ass Colorado. We out in L.A.? But if yeah, I was rich like that and people would know that you have See, it, I would just wear big jewelry there. You're too mature. You're talking yeah. as a mature woman. You're not talking as a as a, a young teen, 18, 19 years old, that's, you know, having a time of their life, playing on one of the hottest teams. You know, it's lit. I get what it's you're saying. Lit. I get you're not you responsible saying. at 19. I'm sorry. That, no, I'm not, I'm not jacking I wasn't. it. <laughs> I'm not jacking it at all. Like, yeah. hell no. Hell I get no. what you're saying, though. I, I, I can understand that. But, I mean, you think Dion would have told him? Somebody would have told him on that squad to do that? Well, in fairness, I don't think anybody would have assumed that something like that could have happened in the locker room, right? They maybe they maybe might have schooled them on some. Hey, listen now, when we out, or if y'all go out, or if you do this, make sure that you're not doing that, or make sure you move a certain way. Maybe they've had some of those talks, but yeah. the locker room was definitely a blindsided move, which made it perfect. If you're a thief and a criminal, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's how you want to get people. You want to get them when they don't expect you. You don't want to get them when everybody's prepared. <laughs> nah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't want to say shout out to them, but I do. <laughs> what do you think the lesson is here? Stop bringing your jewelry when you travel. Stop wearing it. Stop showing it. Like, what do you think the lesson is here? 
I mean, maybe. But you know, it's kind of a catch twenty two because I want to say maybe stop being so flashy, but there, Dion was the flashiest person mm -hmm. ever. So ever. it's kind of like how he going to tell them this, you know? Yeah, but I'm saying you, right? Like, I, I'm not saying if you were prime. Oh, I'm just okay. saying literally I'm with saying your like yeah with your brain just looking at this situation. What do you think the lesson is I'm and saying. or should be? I probably would tone it down just a little bit, especially when I'm away. But ultimately, I would tone it down. Okay. Uh, I think people, right? I just want to take this off of young college kids, and I want to put it on all people. Be careful and be mindful of the things that you do and the things that you post and the information that you give the world. Because you keep forgetting yeah. just because you post something on Instagram for your little friends, you think those are the only people that's looking at it. Just because the person didn't like the post doesn't mean they didn't see it. So you might have got 60 likes. That don't mean that only 60 people saw it. Don't go off them little algorithms. <laughs> like, <laughs> do not be fooled. Like, be mindful of the things that you post and the information that you provide to the world. Because once you put it out there, it is no longer yours. You will never own it again. I, I, I remember years ago, I forget what I was watching, but they were basically just talking about computers. And they were saying how even when you delete something off of your computer or you put it in your recycling bin and you empty your trash or whatever, right? They said all that it does is just breaks it up into like, you know, millions of parts, you know, but it still exists. So in other words, if you are one of those super techie guys who knows how to piece all of that shit back together, it sounds crazy to us, but this is their world. That's what they do. They can go piece that shit back together. You thought it was in the trash, but the, the contents, the data exists. You know what I'm saying? The coding exists. So if you don't want something out there, Here's a here's an idea. Don't put it out there. <laughs> it's simple. If you don't want it out there, don't put it out there. That's it. Once you put it out there, it is not yours. You don't have nothing. You don't have no say in how people respond, how they feel. None of that. So just be mindful of that. Colorado students or not. <laughs> um. Oh, I have something. I have breaking news. All right, give it to us. <laughs> well, this goes with the Tyler Perry thing. Um, the Tyler Perry story will be on Prime Video on November 17th. So I think he has a documentary. Mm. Um, so it's called life. The Tyler Perry Story. Yes. Okay. It's his story. It's a documentary on his life. And you said Netflix? No, Prime no, Video Prime. on November 17th. Okay, so that's very smart and it's very good business. Why? Because we're getting into the holiday season now. And we're getting into the season where you're home with family and you're sitting around watching TV or watching, you know, yeah, watching TV. So if it's a Tyler Perry documentary and it's Thanksgiving or it's Black Friday or it's, you know what I'm saying? Like you might get you might get a lot of people to uh to tap in and tune into that and it's amazon right so amazon's a whole different bag whole different bag everybody uh, pretty much got prime right they in fact 
Prime is an official monopoly because they said, they said, I believe, I forget what the exact number was. I want to say for some reason, 56 is, is sticking out of, uh, in my brain, but uh, they said about like 56% of households have an Amazon Prime account. Yeah. 56%. I know no one with without one. Like everybody that I know has one. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't like I don't understand. It's just so convenient. He's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Elon is different. You know, That's um, you're right. I'm sorry. That is Jeff Bezos. Pardon me. Pardon me. That's Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's different. He's different. Mm -hmm um okay so shout out to that um i'm assuming you're gonna check that out yeah why not i'm gonna i'm gonna always watch his stuff but see i'm not gonna say that i'm definitely not always gonna watch stuff yeah i, I gotta i gotta think that i might want to watch it like that jazz uh jazz batage shit that he did on netflix that came <laughs> out last year <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hard though that it was, was hard. it was, that shit was good hard. I fuck with that. But see, I wanted to see that. That's in my bag. It's in the music lane. You know what I'm saying? That's something that's going to interest me, whether he did it or whoever else did it. Not to even take away from him, because I, I, I think what added a little extra to it for me was not only did it look dope, but then, oh, shit, wait, Tyler Perry did this? Okay, this mm -hmm. looks different. Like, let me see where he took the culture with this one. See, I like variety. I think that's really what it is, right? We know you can do what you've done for the last 15, 20 years or however long it's been. Cool. I like, like I said, the daddy's little girl. Why did I get married? Why did I get married is still kind of along the lines of, you know, his black woman theme, sort of. But when you do something like that Netflix thing, that was really different. So I'm definitely, I think I'm going to check out the documentary. I'm going to check it out. Um, I think it's always inspiring to hear those stories of people being homeless and, you know, just really, really super duper humble beginnings and amassing all of this wealth and, and, uh, and, and status as a result of their hard work. So, mm -hmm. so um, that's inspiring to me. And for that reason, I will absolutely, I will absolutely check that out. I will definitely check that out. Um, there's been a few things to come out, but I just, you know, life been life. And so I haven't really been watching any television or TV or movie shows, none of that. I still do want to see that Scorsese movie. I do. Um, I don't, I just don't know if I want to go to the movies for it. I was confused because they said it was an Apple original, but it's not on Apple TV. I don't know. It's weird. Or is it just in theaters limited time? Do you even know the movie that I'm talking about? <laughs> Um, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, about like the yeah. Native Americans. Yeah, yeah. Flower to the moon or flower to the yeah, moon. I know something what like movie that. you're talking about. I'm just letting you go. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like, did you like? Do you want to see it or not? Nah? I think I do because it did look interesting. Mm -hmm. However, I did uh, think that I was going to be able to watch it at home, like you. Didn't you yeah. think? That? Yeah. Yes. Yes, like, cause, and this is the second, well, not the second, but okay, that is a movie that's coming out or that's in theaters currently right now. And it says it's an Apple original. So I don't know what that's about unless it's just a limited theater release. Then there's something else that I saw yesterday. Um, 
I forget the actor, whoever the main guy was, but it was a commercial and it was like some kind of, it, I think it was called like killer something, some, mm-hmm. some kind of like some, some shit. Right. It, but it looked, it looked super duper dope. It was the first time I ever saw the preview. I think it was last night when I was watching football. Um, and kind of in passing, I, I kind of saw it and I'm like, damn, that looked interesting. And at the end it said Netflix, I, I believe, but then it, then I feel like it also might have set theaters too, like kind of how that whole Apple thing with this is. So I don't know what's going on. All of the companies are merging. Um, you know, everybody's doing deals and, and collaborating. And I think that is probably a result of them not being able to survive on their own because the world is changing so rapidly. Uh, you know, companies don't, that. yeah, companies don't just collaborate for the sake of kumbaya camaraderie. You know, they're doing it to affect their bottom line because they're probably not moving the needle on their own enough. And then based on their projections, they're probably not seeing how they can get to that number. So when you start to see brands, and this is just a little gem for people, when you start to see brands and things like that collaborate um, and come together or merge, uh, even like Sprint and T-Mobile, like big conglomerates and things of that nature, uh, you know, the economy is shifting. I mean, we got all of the proof in the world to know that. You know, there's all types of reports coming out saying, you know, what you would need or how much money you would need, you know, in X amount of years if you wanted to, you know, wanted it to be equivalent to this number or, um, you know, the rate of inflation, if it increased at this rate, you need to be making this amount of money in order to just kind of, you know, be above water. Like there's a lot of different reports coming out. Uh, Always try to vet your information and try to like at least do a, a two or three layer uh, backup search. <laughs> you can't just go with the ball alert title and and say you heard some shit. That's this is too much. <laughs> it's too much false information out here. Uh, I mean, you know, Trump had the best saying ever with fake news. I mean, that's not going nowhere. That's not going nowhere because it's true. It's a lot of fake news out here. So you kind of got to try to, uh, you know, seek validated sources for your information but there's a lot going on in the economy and inflation is fucking everything up so um i don't know i don't have the answer for inflation how that for sure rashad and troy and at your leisure <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure they could give you a bunch of different gems on uh what it is that you need to do shout out to them man i'm gonna always shout them out just because they fire and they they i say it all the time they never lied to me i mean whatever they said as far as the market is, is, is checked out. Um, so, yeah, I did want to speak about uh, some sports real quick, though. Basketball. Have you seen any basketball at all since since the season started? I saw the first game. What was it? the second first game? It was Golden State and the Suns, I think. Mm, Golden State I and uh, the Suns. Suns, maybe. I think that was the it. Lakers yeah. and the Suns. I thought, okay, whatever. But go ahead. no, it was Golden State and the Suns because Chris Paul used to play there, and now he played for got, Golden yeah. State. So yeah. it was like that. I seen that, and that was it. Okay, I typically don't watch basketball this early. Not, not, and not to be super invested in it because it's such a long season. I'm more of a football fan than a basketball fan. Basketball is my second favorite sport, so I start watching 
probably around Christmas, because that's normally like, you know, when shit start getting a little deeper and then definitely by All-Star All break is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the key for me. But yeah, if I All Star here, 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 there, I just watch it. Yeah. But what I will say is I spoke about Wimbayana last week. Uh we we as in the Dallas Mavericks opened up against the Spurs. Very, very good game. Very competitive game down to the end, down to the wire. We ended up winning, and it was win by on his first game. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to crown him or crucify him for his first NBA game of his career. Uh, he had 15 points, and I'm just strictly speaking about that game because he's played since then. Um, but that's the only game that I actually saw because they were playing my team. And listen, man, the guy is going to be really good. He's going to be really good. He's 19 years old. He's 7'6". He got a jump oh, shot. Yeah. Like, he's he's going to be really good. He has he has fight in him from what I can see. Um, and I'm interested to see how he pans out and how he turns out. And I think I was saying I want to check him out live. I don't know which game I want to go to, uh, you know, what would make the most sense. I mean, obviously Atlanta, if I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. Atlanta might be Atlanta. I think gonna be trash. So it's like, you know, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Every man tra- wants to see him. <laughs> they right. want to see him live. Ah, right, you made that sound weird. I don't like it. No. You made it seem like he was Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Every man. <laughs> Sorry. I just... Yeah, you made it weird. Any seven six. Don't tell me I want to see him. <laughs> yeah. nah, all, you. all you guys um yeah yeah no no I, I i do want to check out a game though for sure i do want to check I out a game san antonio sucks so i would never want to go there i've been you, there are you saying you talking about the city yeah i don't want to go back there you are such a negative <laughs> <laughs> You're a negative. <laughs> no, and I always think that the Spurs are just so boring. Like their colors are boring. They're just like really boring to me. I never thought that the Spurs were interesting. Uh and that's an easy Spurs, cop out. Like I feel what, what you're saying, because they do play, Spurs they do fan? play, they play sound uh, fundamental basketball historically. Yeah, but I right? don't know any Spurs fans. Like, do you know anybody that's uh yeah, but they were louder when Manu and Tim Duncan and oh, okay. Janelle and um Tony Parker and those guys were playing, and they weren't so so boring per se. Then they just played fundamental basketball. But I mean, it was exciting because they was in it all the time. Like yeah. they was they and they were winning. So I mean, when you win in championships, it's not boring. It's just not. It, it's not the super flash right it's not the great like well i'm not even i'm not even going to disagree with your boring take because yes people have that take and yes they play fundamental basketball but that was an exciting era for the spurs versus maybe now you know and i but i I think i think pop is the best coach so i think that he He's more entertaining than the team. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't nobody. They're the youngest team in the league. Nobody. You don't know anybody no, on the team. I'm saying, like, ever. Like, he was always more entertaining than his team. To me. 
Touche. <laughs> yeah, because Kawhi is dry as shit. Oh Pause. My God. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That was wild. Um... <laughs> well, that is the sports segment <laughs> yeah right yeah because we ain't we ain't talking about mr howard <laughs> no, I'm good. hell no I'm hell good. no hey get out of here man talking to my dog y'all um but yeah so that that is my well that's my basketball take and i mean i have to do it because this is where we are and so this is going to be done you and I are Cowboy fans. We have arguably, well, it's no argument. We have the hardest game of the season coming up this week. You are a negative. <laughs> and so I think I know what you're going to say. But what do you think about the upcoming matchup between the Cowboys and the Eagles this coming Sunday? Give it to me. I think we got a chance. Whoa. Shocker. She shocked me there. <laughs> she shocked me there, folks. <laughs> we could we could play smart and win. I mean, we could do a lot of things, right? The thing about it is Philly is a mentally tough football team. Philly has been down a bunch of times this season, and they found a way to win. They found a way to come back. They found a way to score. Hey, hey, hey. But that's okay. There, buddy. What'd you say? I said, but that's okay. I still feel like we could we could do it. Right. But I, 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 I well, based on what? Uh let me ask you that. Based on what? I just feel like we can. It's based so on emotions. The Got it. Yes. <laughs> so you're speaking I have of emotions. No facts to back this up. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking about that's what I'm saying. The 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 facts. I'm 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 <laughs> I'm gonna talk about the facts, just watching both of us. Uh I see Philly as a more mentally tough team. I see us as having a couple dogs, especially on defense. But I don't believe Dak is that if we are down. It's not to say that he's never, you know, brought us back and led us to a victory. He has. We already did that, um, you know, and looked at the numbers there with that. Um, so he has done it. I mean, he's not at the top of the food chain in doing it. But I think Dak plays better when he's ahead. If we got a lead and he's at home, I think we good. But on the road, um, it, he's hit or miss, you know. And especially if we're trailing, he's he had he just doesn't strike me as the guy who's got the ultimate confidence in himself first, and then because of that, I don't see him lead the team as an overall. In comparison to a much younger um, Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts has already brought his team to a Super Bowl, and he did that. That's not, you know, I mean, granted, football is the ultimate team sport, but that team is led by their coach and by their quarterback. Jalen Hurts is a really, really good quarterback, uh, and he's mentally tough. He's never out of it. He doesn't really seem to get rattled. He might throw a pick. He's going to shake it off. Dak still got the doofy face. Yeah, relax, buddy. Relax, man. Relax. He always got the doofy face. Like, you know, he he always fixing his uh his chin strap or some dumb shit. You know that face. He be like, <laughs> he got the Caesar jaw. 
and got the Caesar jaw. And it's well, just like, oh, so come on. you don't bro. think that they're going to win? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get because we're inconsistent. We blow a team out one week. We get we get beat the fuck up the next week. We come back the next week. We blow another team out. We come back the following week. We lose by 20. That's been our season so far. So I don't know what team is going to show up. We've won our last two games, but the two teams that we beat were also teams under 500. You know, so it's just like, you don't know. Um, a lot of times we don't play up. We don't play up to our competition, but we'll blow out the people that we're supposed to blow out. So I just want to say the last game that we played versus the Rams is the most complete game that I've seen us play all year. And if we can get that version this coming Sunday, then yes, I think we have a legit shot. Oh. I have confidence. I have confidence in our defense. I don't have confidence in our play calling. And I don't have confidence in Dak Prescott. I don't. I don't. I like him and C.D. Lamb. It looks like they found a nice connection and a nice, you know, thing. I hope we can keep that up. But, you know, Dak, I, I, I don't have confidence in him. He makes me nervous. He makes me nervous. So we shall see. I'm not taking no bets. Don't ask me about no money. I'm not doing none of that shit. <laughs> I'm going to watch a football game and hope my team wins. And if we win, I'm going to come in here and talk shit like I knew it all along. And if we lose, you're not going to hear me say anything. <laughs> and that's how it's going to go. And that's that on that. But speaking of Philly, uh, Meek and Ross. Meek and Ross album, I think, is coming this week. No, it might be next week. It actually might be next week. Yeah, it actually might be next week. But... um. Do you care at all? Because uh, I know not not really. No. Yeah. Do you care not about really. rap releases? Any rap releases that are that are like coming or that have been released or only like yeah, like what do you care about rap wise musically? I mean I don't really get excited for rap really like that anymore. If I hear it, I hear it. If I don't, I don't. I really don't care. Um Sometimes if it's like a push of tea or something like that, I'll get excited. Or like a, a Yo Gotti or something. Jeezy every now and then. But it's very specific. It's not really like everyone. And Wale, yeah. I was excited about that. I didn't like that song. I'll be honest. And I like Wale a lot, but I didn't I didn't care for that song. Did you like that song or are you just gonna say you do because you like him? <laughs> nah, I didn't. You said you did like it, it though? Mm -hmm. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I mean, okay, it'd definitely be the grade I would give it, but mm, uh, I'm pretty sure, well, I'm not pretty sure, but I would assume that it might either A, just be like a, a standalone quote-unquote throwaway, or it might fit in the album, um, and he just decided to come out with that one for whatever personal reason he decided to come out with it. Nonetheless, I am excited to hear new Wale music. Uh, and did he announce a project? I'm not sure if he announced one. I just know about the single. I didn't yeah. really. <clears throat> yeah. I know Chris Brown's coming next week, Pauls. Uh, he's dropping on 11-11. It's going to be 11 songs. And I believe that's his birthday. I think that's the significance of the 11th. But anyway, um, those are my music takes. 
Uh, Chris Brown's coming soon. Shaq and Kobe with Rick Ross and all of that. That's coming soon. Um, there's rumors of a J. Cole album coming soon. I am going to be looking forward to that because Cole has been killing shit. Oh, shout out to uh, Atlanta again for one music fest that was this past weekend because they um, do this festival out here. Janet Jackson was one of the headliners. She brought out Cole to do their song. Um, but I mean, there was a lot of people. Um, T-Pain, uh, I, I can't go through the list. Y'all look at the lineup. It's a lot of people. And if it wasn't for me going to my homecoming, I 1000% would have been there. So shout out to everybody who went there. Um, I was seeing it online and it looked really, really, really dope. Um, and that's really all I have on, on the music side of things, on the sports side of things. Um, I think we pretty much covered everything that I wanted to talk about. I don't think anything else was on the list. Uh, and so, so yeah, we can um we can end it. I'll just uh let y'all know that the fourth episode of Qualified Conversations will be airing this coming Friday. So make sure y'all check that out. It is gonna be on our YouTube page. It's featuring Clem Carrington. Uh, she is a fashion designer and stylist. She's worked with all of the greats in the music industry. She's touched all of the brands. Um, her story is amazing. And we have to do a part two because it was just so much information. We actually literally ran out of time. So please be on the lookout for that. Check that out. Um, and yeah, man, another episode in the books. Um, our job is now complete. Just make sure that y'all keep this relationship going and do your job. So your job is to make sure that y'all are telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything we go. Normally, I could keep my cool, but tonight I'm whining. I'ma be in a dangerous mood. Can you match my timing? So show me that you understand how I like it. Can you blow my mind? Set off my whole body. If I give you my time, can you snatch my soul from it? I don't wanna wait. I'm taking, take me where I ain't been before. Can you?